everybody. This is Karamjit Singh from Digital News Asia, back on the only online uh, station you can listen to for our podcast, which is uh, Leadernomics.fm. And we, you know, we generally talk about tech news. We always do, although sometimes we talk about creative content. This week, though, it's all about tech. And uh, I think Zoff is going to have an amazing, interesting story on an audacious attempt by an entrepreneur to launch an online grocery service. And then after that, G is going to talk about, and this we've talked about many times, and in fact, just before coming over, I had a, a conversation with Faith, uh, the founder, Joel Neo, and I'll talk about that in a subsequent show, about SMEs going digital. And I think uh, the story that uh, G is going to talk about is quite interesting, uh, uh, how two companies are coming together to solve the trust problem that smaller companies will have when, when you talk about uh, going digital. And then we're going to close it up with me talking about a merger that happened at a global level between Telenor and in Singapore with SPH. And this involves probably a service you or your children have used. Uh, and this is, you know, online classifieds, whether in the case of Malaysia, you're using Muda or Carousel. So we'll go on to that story as the final story. But first, we're going to start with, G, uh, not G, but with Zoff. So microservices company I, I saw, I think, two weeks ago. I mean, that's that's uh-huh. how, how slow I am at writing articles. I saw them two weeks ago. They are spelled... Not uh, they're spelled with an S, so it's my grocer, G R O S E R. Just one S. Just one. Of S. A <laughs> <laughs> well, no, for gross, um, <laughs> or one U short for grouse. Um, but uh, what what the, the I think the the word is I mean he uh, it's a Spanish word for grocer. Ah. So so what they are is they are basically an online supermarket. Mm-hmm. that you can order food from them through the app and then deliver it to your house. Right. And of course, the first thing that strikes you when someone says something like this is that there's a lot of them already, right? Yeah, far too much, I think. Uh, you think too many. I mean, that there's Tesco's. There's, yep. uh, I think Village Grocer does delivery as well. Yeah, and I think a bunch of organic um, um, vegetables providers do the same. Mm. Kind of, yeah. So, so the, the question is, how on earth is there space mm-hmm. uh, for, uh, for this? And and the truth, the truth is that um, when I talked to these guys, they were absolutely convinced. So his name is Stephen Francis, right? Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely convinced that there is space for for uh, another player, right? In fact, he, he actually gave me a number. He said, "I think there are five there are five companies that can that can operate in this area because right. they're all serving different segments." Uh-huh. So uh, Stephen showed me his uh, pitch deck, and in there, you know, he has this stat that says that the global grocery sales by 2023 is estimated to be worth $10 trillion. Wow. So that's like grocery sales all around the world. Hmm. And then half of that will come from Asia. Right. All right. And uh, the other stat that he has, which is probably more relevant mm-hmm. to, to online grocery, is that online sales in Asia are expected to reach $2.2 trillion in 2023. Oh. So that's not online grocery sales, mm-hmm. but online sales as right. a whole. Okay. So you sort of combine these two together. And so he thinks there's a lot of space to, mm-hmm. uh, to play with. And specifically, when I asked him, what is it that my grocer do that the others don't do? Mm-hmm. He says, well, they focus on quality mm-hmm. uh, and they focus on good customer service. Right. This, is, this is the claim, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, they've hired the former director of operations uh, of Cold Storage. Mm-hmm. And this happened to be the guy that also set up the Jason Food Hall in ah. Bangsa Shopping Center. All right. Which 
I don't know what it's like because I don't shop there because I went there one day and I looked at the price of, I can't remember <laughs> what it was. And it was more than the amount of money I had in my wallet, right? So it was like, I can't afford that. Yeah, I, I think the cheese there is worth at least a week's worth of meals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it is. It's probably very good cheese though. And that's the mm-hmm. point. The quality of the food is probably very good. Right. Uh, when I fe- visited them, they, they have their office upstairs and mm-hmm. downstairs they have like a mini supermarket Right. So if you imagine like like a real life supermarket uh-huh. but without the marketing and promotion posters and signage. Right. That's what they have. Uh-huh. So they have shelves where they put food on mm-hmm. and then they have freezers where they keep the meat in mm-hmm. and then they have like a bakery where they bake uh, bread. Right. So if you order bread from them, mm-hmm. um, the homemade bread, they yep. will bake it that morning and then send it to your house. Oh, which wow. is kind of cool I think yeah that's it? cool actually it's like your you know own personal baker yeah thing. like your own personal baker right uh-huh. and they they also have like a kitchen area where they will uh, clean the fish and mm-hmm. cut the fish so so it's like if you imagine what a supermarket is like it's what it's like down there yep. uh, they even have like a like a and I'm putting this air quotes to my fingers this cash register area right because after they pick up everything to bring to your house. They mm-hmm. go through the cash register area once more to right. make sure that they've got everything that you, you've ordered. So that's right. how they've set up the, the system. Yep. Um, so, for example, when you... Also the service in, in the sense that, let's say you order chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that they were... They found that customers are surprised when customers say, I want one chicken. Mm-hmm. And, and my grocer uh, rep will call them and says, how do you want that chicken cut? Uh-huh. And do you want it, you know, do you want it whole or uh-huh. do you want it to be cut into 12 or 10 pieces? Right. And and he says people like really surprised. Oh, like I didn't know you would do that for me. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's cool actually because I think um, uh, most times if you do order online and you get a whole chicken, it is the whole chicken. Is it? Is it yeah. the whole chicken? Yeah. Yeah, but the supermarket will cut it for you. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you go to the supermarket and order right. a chicken, uh-huh. the guy, you know, you know We'll cut for you. Mm-hmm. I normally end up arguing with the guy saying, hey, you cut too small, <laughs> uh, you cut wrong size. Uh. Come, let me go back there, cut for you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's the kind of uh, thing that they will do for you. Mm-hmm. He told me the story, right? Uh-huh. So um, he told me the story of how uh, this grandmother, he said grandma. So mm-hmm. ba- basically there was uh, this granddaughter who orders online for the grandma right. <laughs> through my grocer and then uh-huh. my grocer sends to the, to the grandmother. And the grandmother had a complaint. Said the the lemons are the wrong color, mm-hmm. and then he said, "Well, wow, what do you mean the lemons are the wrong color?" And mm-hmm. it's like, "Well, the, that's why my grandma says lemons are the wrong color, right?" So what they actually did, and is that they then went back to the house uh, with like a crate of lemons, mm-hmm. or, and and say, "Okay, so which of these lemons are the right color? <laughs> which ones would you want to do?" And it seems it seems the uh, uh, it seems that. Actually, there was nothing wrong with the lemons. Right. They were just not the same color. Color. Okay. <laughs> but but they, they do go the extra mile just to make sure that, you know, they deliver the right, I mean, at least the, the kind of uh, goods that the customer well, wants. I tell you, I tell you another difference, and maybe they won't appreciate me saying this, is that, is that for example, the cost of delivery is, uh, I think most other places will only charge two, three, five dollars mm-hmm. for delivery. Right. They charge seven ninety. Ah, uh, okay. And if you order more than a certain amount, I think it's I think it's like thirty kilos or something. Mm-hmm. Then they'll that bumps it up to twelve ninety. Ah, I see. But it's still a fixed price. So the more you order, or the higher value that you order, the smaller as a percentage this delivery cost looks like. Right. So right. so, um, they they started 
started the company like a year, two years ago, and mm-hmm. and they've only been operational for about six months. Right. But I think something that's interesting is that uh, apart from grandmothers <laughs> and you know, um, uh, stay-at-home moms, uh, they're also getting uh, organizations like some companies and schools ah. are, are, are ordering from them, and they're ordering regularly. Hmm. So I mean, this is good because then right. you know they order a fairly large volume regularly. Right. Um, right. So, so the other things they are doing now to try to differentiate themselves is, for mm. example, similar to a company called Blue Apron America, mm. um, they sort of do ready-made ingredients. So they right. have a recipe. Uh-huh. So you want to cook. I, I, yeah, you can sort of cook uh, according to what they, they sort of teach you. And, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think there's something like lamb casserole or something, mm. and they'll give you the ingredients for it, and yeah. then you... Make yourself lah. I think yeah. we're all prepared for you and everything. Yep, and uh, you know, Blue Apron is, is still huge in the states, I believe. Yeah, uh, I mean, and and they they are already starting to do stuff like that. All right. And then obviously, uh, like for example, for Christmas, they'll have some sort of special menu for that. Okay, thank you for that, Zoff. Uh, it was very difficult for me to keep quiet while you and uh, G were having that engrossing conversation. <laughs> but now we're going to move on to G. Where we're moving from actually groceries to office supplies as, as a nice you know, inroad into digitalization efforts of SMEs. So the mic is yours. Right. Um, so uh, there was this news uh, on uh, sort of a partnership between two companies. Okay. Uh, one of them is YY Ad- YYC Advisors and uh, Supply Cart. So uh, just a bit of background on what both of them are. Yep. Um, YYC Advisors is a accountancy and uh, advisory firm. Uh, they've been around for 45 years. Wow. And uh, you know, throughout the years, they've, uh, they've gone from typewriters now to computers mm. and also how it, they've essentially digitalized uh, quite a bit of the, the uh, financial aspect of mm. companies for companies. Okay. And uh, Supply Card is a e-procurement system. Uh, what they do is they digitalize the procurement Procure- part of a company. Okay. So if you need office supplies like uh, printers or paper yeah. or pens, uh, you can just go on one platform and you'll be able to obtain all these uh, supplies. Okay. So um, their partnership, uh, what they're coming together basically to uh, in two ways. One mm-hmm. is that uh, Supply Card will be handling the procurement side of uh, for YYC advisors. Okay. Uh, YYC has eighteen branches all across Malaysia, so mm, it's nice. definitely uh, wow. beneficial for them to to digitalize their procurement part. Uh, but this ad- partnership also entails this thing where um, for. YYC clients, uh, which are typically typically uh, SMEs, yep. um, supply card can come in and sort of provide counselling on how they can then uh, digitalize their procurement aspect. And the thing is, uh, both of them actually sort of come into this uh, area uh, when it comes to company finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of natural okay. because um, for YYC for for finance uh, for, for accountancy yep. uh, is about figuring out where your money is going, yeah. where the company's money is going. Uh, and then for supply card, uh, d- digitalizing your procurement means mm-hmm. that you get transparency on where your money has gone when it comes to purchasing okay. the supplies. Yeah. So uh, in that way, both of them coming together is just natural. Yeah. Natural, okay. But I think it's quite innovative. Huh? The, the two of them see value in, in coming together. Because normally... Uh, it would be supply card would just be a vendor to mm-hmm. YYC, right? Okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an accounting firm and I want to, you know, increase my efficiency using digital. So you're doing procurement, come and do that. But mm-hmm. they, 
uh, credit to YYC, uh, even supply card to say, hey, we can actually take this one step further. Once mm-hmm. we help you digitize and you see the value of how, you know, having visibility of your procurement right. online, you know, with a dashboard, you know, uh, uh, works a lot better for your organization. Hey, you've got this a thousand over SME clients all over the country. Yeah. You're doing finance and accounting for them and they're using some kind of, you know, I'm sure using some kind of online dashboard. Mm-hmm. Let's just, you know, uh, comb- merge these together so that you can offer them more visibility of their spending too, right? Yeah. So, I mean, to go into deeper mm-hmm. on that part, uh, so YYC is a platinum partner of a accountancy software called Zero. Uh, of course, it's one of the yep. leading platforms out there for SMEs, correct? Zero. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, um, and... Supply car is actually able to integrate directly. And that's the thing I was gonna say. Mm. They need to, right? Wow, that's great. Yeah. So I mean, uh, just on when it comes to accountancy and so procurement, you can mm-hmm. see everything under one mm. screen, um, and uh, that's in the end a an aspect about improving productivity, yeah. right? And also um, cost savings. Right? I think this also solves the trust problem because you know you you will trust your accounting company, correct? Yeah. So here you got this young guy. I'm assuming supply card is this young, no, twenty something mm-hmm. entrepreneur coming. Hey, you know the internet is gonna solve all your problems in the world. <laughs> yeah. I say, yeah, right, okay, man, take a cue, right, or uh, get in line. <laughs> but here, if you're, if it, the, the pitch is coming from your accounting company, yep. right, hey, we're going to send someone and think this could be valuable for you, have a listen, mm-hmm. yep. you will let them, you will give them time and you listen more carefully. So fantastic, right? More of these smart partnership, uh, partnerships should be happening soon, I think. So I'm really uh, happy about seeing this happen. And maybe, I think, like I said, gee, I think this is one of those stories one year from now we will revisit and see the impact they've had, correct? Yeah, um, in fact, uh, you can see some of the impact, at least oh. for YYC, because okay. uh, since they've partnered up with Supply mm-hmm. Card, uh, they've said that they at least have about 13% of cost savings. 13%, uh, wow, mm-hmm. just for YYC. You, yep. you, you become your, your case study, right? Hey, mm-hmm. look, we were the pilot for Supply Card. Yeah. It works for us. Don't you want to at least try to save 10% maybe mm-hmm. out of your cost? Which entrepreneur is going to say no? Right. I, I, I'm actually a little bit more curious what, how the SMEs are responding when they are mm-hmm. approaching and saying, look, we have this yeah. fantastic proposal. Well, we won't proposal. know yet because they just tied up. So that's why I think uh, one year from now will be a really good example, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, a follow-up story. Yeah. Because they've breached the trust factor. Like I said, I think it's easier for supply card now to get an appointment to see these people because the appointment is maybe being made by YYC, the introduction. Mm. Yep, yep. And okay. I think in the end, what's important is that uh, it's all about numbers, right? Mm. Um, what what uh, YYC and Supply Card is providing is transparency to see where your money is going. Yeah. And uh, you, if you want to sort of make your company more efficient, you do have to have transparency in as much aspects as you can. And finances yeah. is definitely yeah. one area you should focus on. Yep. Mm, okay. Sounds good. All right. We will now just take a quick uh, break and we'll be back with the final story. Ever wondered what leadership is all about? Is it developed over time? Or are people just born with it? We believe there is a science behind leadership and we want to help you understand it. Take this journey with us as we hear from renowned leaders from all over the world over our range of shows, tackling key spaces in different industries today. Leadernomics, the science of building leaders. So now we're, we're this, this merger caught my attention. We did not do a story on it, but it was actually a press release that we ran. But this is the merger uh, between online classified players uh, in Southeast Asia, two of them. One is Carousel which is actually founded out of Singapore, but one of the three co-founders is actually Malaysian who went to study there. 
And then you've got uh, 701 Search. Most of you will not know what 701 Search is, but they own mudah.my in Malaysia. So they run three classified uh, you know, uh, 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 companies in Southeast Asia. One is in Malaysia, one is in Vietnam, and one is in Myanmar. Now, uh, uh, Carousel is playing in Singapore, in Malaysia, and in uh, Indonesia. And so I think the two of them decided instead of competing with each other and increasing their costs, and when you compete with each other, con the customer benefits, right? Because you want the customer to use your service. They've decided to merge. Now, all of you listening out there, you will have already experienced the, the impact of such a merger when Grab and Uber came together. They were first competing with each other, and I think we all enjoyed better rates, mm -hmm. and now it's only one player, and, and you, you would have felt the difference already, if not yourself, by conversations with your family members. So I'm wondering whether the same thing is going to happen in the online classified space at some point. I'm not sure, but what's interesting is that you know these two players have come together, and there's some numbers there too. So, Carousel now with this, after this merger, Carousel will be valued at 850 million US dollars. And Telenor, which of course we know about Telenor in this region because Telenor owns a, a large stake in Digi, right? And they were trying to do a deal with Axiata. That didn't happen yet. So now Telenor will own 32% of uh, the combined company. And now, you know, you Telenor now cannot be distracted by this. They just let the young kids in Carousel, you know, run and increase their market penetration in Southeast Asia. Now, another interesting thing is there, there are some interesting numbers here because I, I went online and I looked at, uh, what is this called? Um, I actually went to Wikipedia, so you can too, okay? And I just wanted to look at the history of, of, of uh, search, uh, 701 search. And as I said, 701 Search is the company that owns uh, uh, Muda and then a similar player in Myanmar and one in Vietnam. 701 Search was actually launched in 2006. This is 2019, right? It was created in 2006 by SPH uh, in Singapore, which is like their Media Prima, and with the Media Prima version in Telenor in Norway, which is a company called Shipsped. And they each own a joint stake. And then about uh, in 2013 then, like uh, 2006, they launched. So like uh, seven years later, Telenor came and said, hey guys, I like what you're doing in this classified space. I want a piece of the action. Telenor came in and took one third stake hmm. in, in 701 Search. And at that point, they valued it at uh, uh, 180, 180 million uh, uh, you know, uh, US dollars. And Telenor came in and, and took that kind of stake. And they took one third. So actually, uh, it's 180 million euro. So I'm getting, just giving you the numbers so you can see how the company progressed. And I tell you, when SPH and Shipspad, you know, came together, they only put in like in the single digit millions US, right? And then suddenly, uh, uh, seven years later, here comes Telenor, valuing the whole company at 180 million euro and taking a 33% stake. So you can just do a rough a back of the envelope calculation to see how much it's worth. And fast forward to today, 2016, suddenly, you know, the whole play, uh, the whole organization, the company is valued at 850 million after the merger. So the point is that, you know, companies that went in early and made small bets on, on whatever space you want in the internet, you know, uh, uh, where, where the internet opens up, uh, uh, ability to do things faster, cheaper, better, or in new ways. You come in early and take the risk. Sometimes you, you gain enough traction in the space you're targeting that you get, get bigger players to come in. 
and here Telenor has, has you know had done the same and now Telenor pula is selling out and and also what happened is that a few uh, in 2016 actually Telenor uh, increased its stake in uh, 701 search so it, it bought out further SPH and uh, Shipstead too bought a bigger stake and now it's actually parked the whole thing in as part of Carousel end result is you know we're still going to be using the two apps I think they may eventually merge into one Carousel I don't know but I suspect that now the two of them will not have to fight you know for the market and you know they both charge merchants sometimes you advertise on these two marketplaces also and guess what they're going to start charging you more because now they're not competing with each other so those of you who have been paying to promote your products when you're you're selling them on Carousel or Muda expect to pay more at some point whether that's the new future or or definitely by by some point next year you're going to start paying more So just to bring this highlight, highlight this this new you know uh, relationship that's happening in the classified space in in Southeast Asia, but more relevant for Malaysians because you know both Carousel and Buda in Malaysia are going to see an interesting merger between their operations. And I plus plus I think it could be bad for consumers because you're going to start paying more, especially if you're advertising on the platforms. But when you're just posting it for free, right? Because you you get to post for free what you want to sell. Whether they start charging you now at some point, because right now it's free. Whether they start charging you, I don't know. I I could conceivably see that them charging you a minimum amount, even five ringgit or ten ringgit, and I I don't think that's going to stop people from paying. Because then you who are you going to go to? Of course, in Malaysia, lucky you got lelong.com. You may go to lelong, and maybe Richard Tan who runs lelong may benefit from this. I don't know yet, but uh, interesting play going on here. I mean, where mergers are happening sometimes between players because they're lessen competition and here you hear all this thing about the internet increasing competition giving customers more choice right you're now seeing actually less choice happening because the people who own these products that are trying to give you the so called more choice realize that giving that more choice means you're competing with somebody and you're ending up bleeding cash flow too right you're bleeding because you're offer people a, a service as cheap as possible whereas the laws of business don't work that way right So if you had a thought that you you cut off yourself, was it? Yeah, I, mean, I, wanna, I, I was just just then. saying. I mean, it's, it, I'm, I think the comparison between what's happening with Uber and Grab and okay. and this may not be such a a good apple to apple uh, because, okay. I mean, uh, I think Carousel and Muda are far more intermediaries, right? Than mm-hmm. than uh, than for example Grab and ah, Uber. Ah, because the money when you when you exchange, yeah, that's the, the when you when you. Your intermediaries because they bring two parties together who want to buy and sell things. Then the transaction is done between those two parties, right? Not between them. Uh, I mean, the the story I tell is I I know somebody who. So the question is why somebody who has an ex a second home and they they give for holiday rental, okay. right? So the obvious thing would be to go buy Airbnb. Yeah. But he doesn't. He uh. goes with Muda. Oh, okay. Because A is cheaper, mm-hmm. and B he says word of mouth on Muda is actually very strong mm-hmm. compared to say like oh you have to go through Airbnb yeah. and you have to get an account and then you okay. have to do this and uh-huh. that. So I mean it's interesting to see what will happen, but uh, I suspect the how shall I put it the special nature of the Malaysian public its ability to always find like the, the, the cheap deal. the cheapest the deal. deal. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how they. How they're going to handle the branding for each yeah. service because yeah. uh, both Muda and Carousel have Strong. a different form of yeah. branding, and Carousel seems to be more about how quick and easy you can sort of uh, take a picture of something you want to sell and then you put it up 
Uh, and for Muda, it seems like they are able to sell everything from houses, houses to cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, I, I'm wondering if, if they will keep the branding for both. Uh, if mm. they merge, then um, then you sort of lose uh, a, a appeal to some of these services or at yeah. least you, like you the idea. You have a different feel, right? Yes, you, you, yes. One is more rough and ready. I think they're gradually right. doing it. They've been right. gradually doing it. Say, look, you know, uh, you know, we know you love Muda, but you know, uh, one year from now, you know, we're going to merge the two and it's going to become Carousel. You start feeding them that, just like your Windows 7, you know, uh, support for Windows 7 OS is, is ending soon and you get those messages. So you expect to, at some point when they decide on that, to start seeing those messages too and consumers will accept. Uh, maybe Karam, a space will open up for another player to come in. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you're competing with a huge player already, right? So, <laughs> you know, it's tough. Like I said, that's why I, I, I love the guts, so the guts of, of my grocer to go in this space and, you know, try to solve it. That's entrepreneurs, right? Maybe somebody listening to this will say, hey guys, no, I believe this will create the perfect opportunity for me. You know, two years from now, to launch a similar business yeah, I mean like I said just now like he's so confident right he, yeah. he even he even says because he confidently went and said five players can come into this space wow. like, <laughs> so confident well we'll see how it goes and we'll, of course you can trust DNA to keep you know uh, our finger on the pulse of all these happenings and to update you so have a good uh, two weeks ahead before we catch up with you again which will be almost our Christmas show This week, we had uh, some interesting stories as usual. We had a bold attempt by an entrepreneur to launch an online grocery service. And, you know, he's going to be competing with Happy Fresh, uh, which is a big player in the space. And then we had uh, yet another attempt by companies to try to get our SMEs to go digital. This is a partnership between an accounting firm and a procurement company called Supply Cut. And I rounded up the conversation discussing a merger in the Southeast Asian space. This is not just a Malaysian story. Between Muda, and many of you would have used that, and Carousel, of course, many of you could have also used that. So these two companies, which, uh, which help you sell your own, you know, use uh, pre-loved products, have come together to merge. And we're going to see and we talk about how that would lessen or increase competition in this space. You've been listening to Leadernomics FM, the science of building leaders.